Blog Talk Radio. With our arms open 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning with thanksgiving in our hearts. We thank you for another week ending and another week beginning. Thank you for this Monday, waking us up, closing our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs, our life, our health, and our strength. We thank you for another day. Father, yesterday is gone and tomorrow is not promised. We have where we are right now. And we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise for all you've done for us. Great and mighty things, what you're doing right now and what you're going to do. We give you glory this morning, for there's none like you. We come bow down before you this morning, asking for forgiveness of all our sins and wrongdoings. And Father, we thank you for forgiving us, for putting our sins and wrongdoings as far as the east is from the west, never to remember them again. We thank you this morning. We thank you. We thank you. We can't say thank you enough. And Father, we come before you this morning asking that, God, you would look upon each and every heart represented here today, every caller, every listener, those coming through the archives and the podcast. We ask today that you would bless the minds of your people, fix their hearts today, and regulate their minds. Bless every family member near and far today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, heal those that are sick, those that are going through, those that have gotten bad diagnosis, those that are on medications. We ask this morning that God, you will send your healing power, for you heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it today, Father, for your name's sake. We ask it in the name of Jesus. And, Father, we come this morning, and many times when we look into the world, God, it burdens us. It makes us feel bad because we see what's going on, but the people can't see. Even many Christians, they can't see. Many say they are believers, but, God, they can't see your hand at work. They can't see the enemy hand at work. And, Father, we come this morning asking that you would open the eyes of your people, open the eyes of every believer, every Christian, every man and woman of God, every saint. Open their eyes today. Those that are truly following you, God, open their eyes. And, Father, we come this morning asking that you would just continue to have mercy. Continue to have mercy, Father, because, Lord, so much is going on. We come putting parents on the altar. And, Father, we ask this morning that you would strengthen them and that, God, you would give them wisdom, knowledge, and understanding concerning their children. And, Lord, if they have to take them out of the school system, Lord, they need to take them out of the school system. Because the school is no longer for educating children on what they need to be educated on. The world has flipped upside down, it appears, and they're teaching children sexual things and things that they want children to be. They're cutting body parts, adding body parts to children, giving children all kind of medication. The children are confused. The parents are confused. 
But Lord, help them today in the name of Jesus. Bring them out the world into you. But Father, you wish that none should perish. Your word says, suffer the children to come unto me and forbid them not, but such is your kingdom. You have a place for children. Father, move today in a mighty way in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask this morning that you would lead and guide us in the right path this day for your name's sake. Help us to obey your word. Help us to apply your word to our everyday lives. Father, give us a personal Bible study and a personal prayer life. And Father, we will follow you. And never follow man, but only what you said in your word. Help us today to be better in you. Give us a spiritual walk like never before. And help us to accept what you allow today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, those that are suffering and going through in their homes, move today, God. It may not be children. It may be something else. Move, Father, in the name of Jesus in a mighty way. Send your spirit through. To clean whatever shouldn't be there, remove it today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Jesus, Father, we ask that you bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, Israel, Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters overseas, and Father America and the leadership of America. Bless today as only you can do. You have all power. Your eyes are in every place. You're beholding the evil and the good. And, Father, you know what's going on, and only you can fix it. So we ask that you would move. And, Lord, if you fix it, it can't be unfixed. If you do it, it can't be undone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you this morning. Bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Move by your spirit here for the sake of your people. They belong to you. You made each of us for your pleasure. Do it today, O oh God. You didn't ask us to beg. You said to ask, and we'll receive. Knock, and the door shall be open. Seek, and we'll find. Father, we are asking, knocking, and seeking you. Asking you, knocking on your door. Seeking you for all that we need. For without you this morning, we can do nothing. And again today, you said to cast our cares upon you, for you careth for us. You said you know your thoughts towards us, nothing evil, but you're going to bring us to an expected end. Father, we expect to go back with you when you come. We expect it when we get ready to leave, you close our eyes here for the last time. We expect you to be there for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, we ask that you would stir up the gifts in everyone. You've given all, all of us gifts. Lord, stir them up that we are obey you, and Father, that we'll be a blessing unto others. We'll talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. And Lord, I know the new wave, new age, they want what they want. They want according to the flesh. But, Lord, if we're going to please you, if we're going to be yours, if we're going back with you when you come, we must walk a spiritual life. We must live a spiritual life. And we thank you this morning that our eyes have not seen and our ears have not heard 
the things you have for us, not only when we go back with you, but right here on the earth. Or daily, you make our lives better. Daily, you strengthen us through another day. Hallelujah. The only reason why we feel a little burden is because we know if the world don't change, what's going to happen. If the people don't change, hell will be their home. Hell will be their home. Father, you said what you meant, and you meant what you said, and you're not a lying God, and you're not a God that go back on his word. You wish that none should perish. Stir up the gifts in us again this morning, Father, so that we can share the goodness with others of Jesus, and they will accept your son. Help us all today. Help us all to get it right with you. In the name of Jesus. Again, Father, so much is going on in this world. I know it won't be long. Oh, it's just overcrowded with evil. Yeah, overcrowded with the minds of the people thinking it's their thing. They're going to do what they want to do. I feel like we're in the days of Noah. And the more we cry out, it's going to rain the worse the people become. But Father, you know who you chose. And you have a mighty sweet way of drawing us as we, your people, lift you up. For your word says, if you be lifted up, you'll draw all men unto you. So Father, we know you have a purpose and a plan, even in the drawing. The only way man can come to you, you must draw him. We can't draw, only you can. Help us to do what helps you to draw. Help us to lift up the bloodstained banner. Help us to be the candle that sit on a hill that can't be hid, and the light is shining bright to show others the way to you. Help us not to be a selfish people. Always want, want, want what we want, but God, we don't remember others unless it concerns us. You're God of love, but God is love. We shouldn't have to remember love. Love should flow from us because love is living in us. Help us this morning. Help us, help us. Leadership everywhere. They say they're the men and women of God, but Father, they're doing their own thing. They're building their own kingdoms, their own empire, using your name, your son name, using your, your love, saying that they love people. They love the money. They love the prestige. They love the power. They love to have people under them. And Father, I ask that you would rebuke it from the root. And God, you would root it up from the root. And Father, cast it into the pits of hell, never to return to the people. But many are being tricked. They're not being taught the truth. They're being lied to. And Lord, it feels good with their flesh. So they're willing to accept it. But Lord, this is a suffering way. Your son suffered. And must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone. And I know there's a cross for me. You're a holy God. And your word says, be ye holy, for I am holy. Even Israel, before they came before you, they had to become holy. Help us to be a holy and righteous people walking up right before you and man daily. 
in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for hearing this morning. Hey, glory. We thank you for answering our prayer. Hallelujah. We thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you this morning that you're on our side in spite of us. Thank you this morning that, Father, you look beyond our fault and yet meet our needs. Hallelujah. Mm. We thank you for this faithful few this morning that wants you. This faithful few that continues to come back from your truth because, Father, they need you. They can't make it without you. Again, bless their families. Heal the sick in their families. In the name of Jesus. Lord, for their faithfulness in coming every morning. Hallelujah. Bless beyond their wildest imaginations. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. The songwriter said, I have a feeling, hey, glory, that everything is going to be all right. He kept repeating it, be all right, be all right, be all right. He said, Jesus told him, ha, that everything was going to be all right. I feel all right right now because if Jesus told you it's going to be all right, it's already all right. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Welcome to Jesus in the Morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is really and truly June the 5th, 2023. Look like we just got into this new month, and we are already five days in, five days and six months into this new year. God is good to us. We're headed into summer. We're in the month of June, and the weather's a little strange. Brother Louie and I was talking about it, and he said the fallen angels are technology. Because this time of year in Florida, in June, it's supposed to be a scorcher. Mm-mm. The weather is kind of mild for the month of June, cloudy. I'm like, what is going on? In June, there'd be a lot of sunshine. They told me in Alaska, fresh snow on the mountain. See, when we used to see the snow on the mountain, we knew that it was turning into fall. And right after fall come winter. And it would turn back, I mean, freezing cold. Woo, below, below, below. Forty below. All like that. You ride down the street and look at the bank marquee. It says one degree. Some days it says zero degrees, three degrees. That's cold, y'all. And they say now fresh snow is on the mountain like they're coming into winter again. And they just finished winter. Yeah. The devil is the prince of the air. We know God have all power, but he gave the devil some power, and he's over the air. So he can bring the rain, you know, make it thunder and lightning, but God have all power. If I cannot stand, well, I won't say I can't stand, I don't like thundering or lightning. And I remember days it was so bad here, thunderstorms and a bam, lightning storm, boom, the bam. I'm like, oh my goodness. I said, Lord, please send away. 
the thunder and the lightning. I love the rain. Let it rain, God. Let it pour. But the thunder and lightning, Lord, take it away. In a few minutes, I don't hear no more. I hear a little thunder, but it sounds like it's rolling way away. And that's it. Rain come. I'm good. Yeah, we have not because we ask not. The God we serve is all powerful. He made the heavens and the earth. And again, he said, we have not because we ask not. And we're not asking a myth. Mm-hmm. We're asking according to what he, he can do. Because he's lying, he won't do. Cheating, he won't do. Hurting other people on GP, he won't do. Now, he has enemies, and he take care of his enemies. I've seen him kill 30,000 people in one whop, in one swoop, his enemies. He did a, a bunch of them in, in Exodus. He, he just did a bunch of them for that golden calf. But he told Moses, he was, in other words, you're mine, and I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be all right, Moses. But these other people down here with this golden calf, I have something special for them. He was leading and guiding them. He was out there with them because he wanted to be among the people. He loved the people. He loved his creation, what he made. And he was trying to get them to be holy because he's holy so he could dwell with them even more. But he called Moses up into the mountain and give him some information that would bless the people, rules and regulations, statutes, his law. And while Moses up, receiving from God to bring back to them, they go to Moses' brother Aaron and tell him, hey, hey, Aaron, look here. Uh, Moses gone and we don't have no idea where he at. We, We don't know what he doing. But we need a God to worship. Make us a God. Aaron said, let me get the earrings out your ears. Y'all, y'all bring your gold to me. They brought the gold. He made them a calf out of gold, melted it down and shaped it and formed it. And they run around celebrating the, the golden cow, the golden ox. <laughs> and God saw it and said, hold up, wait a minute, Moses, Moses, I need you to go down for your people. I, I need you to go down there and get them straightened out. They're down there worshiping a calf, a golden calf. Moses went down and talked to them and everything, but God told him, look here, Moses. I'm going to kill them over there. And he was going to destroy them all. Moses went to him begging and pleading, begging and pleading. <laughs> and he spared them. But he told them this. I will no longer be leading you. I'm going to let my angel lead you. The only reason I want you to come to me or the only reason you can come to me now is a sin. Other than that, keep moving. And look, disobedience will cause some bad things upon us. And, and you know what? It's not so much God punishing, but the wages of sin is death. And you're killing yourself. You're sending yourself to hell by your choices. Heaven is a special place. You hear me say this often. And I promise you only special people 
are going to be in hell, the righteous, those that can follow the instructions of God, those that truly love him, not, not with lip service, but the proof is in the pudding. Your actions show that you love God. You don't want to hurt nobody's feelings if you don't have to. You want to let go and let God have his way. You don't want to fix everything. No matter what come your way, especially if it's uncomfortable, we want to quickly go to the throne of grace and make our petition unto Almighty God. We don't want to keep doing nothing. I don't. Yeah, because I don't have to. The God I serve, I know you've heard this before, but this is true for me. He said high and he looks low. He's got all power. There's no higher power. He's on my side in spite of me. Where the enemy made for evil, God turned it around for my good. He made it for evil to be against me. Oh, but God turned it around for my good, the God that I serve. Jehovah, all-powerful, all-knowing, almighty. But we got to take it serious. We got to take our walk in him and with him as serious as a train wreck and a heart attack all at the same time. That's serious death. Yeah. You, 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 you on the train and the train have a wreck and you have a heart attack doing the wreck, oh, that's some serious business. And we want to become even more serious than that with Almighty God, the things of God, our life in God. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We don't, we don't want to keep running around in our flesh like the flesh going to reveal something special. Now, all the flesh is going to do is make us sin against God. Because the flesh want to be pleased, but it don't want to be pleased with holiness, righteousness, the things of God. That flesh want to be pleased with doing whatever it wants to do, whatever it want to do. And will keep us in trouble if we are not careful. Sometimes I, 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 I can remember days I would get up out of prayer, get up from confessing to God, repenting to him, and it wasn't an hour went by that thing had come back and wanted to claim me again. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. The same thing I just repented for, it want to show back up at my doorstep. Yeah, I am. Let me back. No, no, sir. No, ma'am. No, no, it. No thing, no, because God has forgiven me, cleansed me from all unrighteousness. If I let you back, you bring in seven more with, with you because you want to destroy me. I can't let you do it. Mm -mm. So what I got to do is tell you bye-bye, bye-bye, goodbye, and don't come back because I'm not going to receive you. No matter how many times you come back, my mind is made up. I'm not going to receive you. Lie, I'm not going to receive it. I'm not going to do it. Fornicate, nope. Go on down the street. I'm not going to do it. I bind you up in cash. As a matter of fact, back to the very deep pits of hell. Trickery, all It wants to come back. And have we don't ask God to forgive us, strengthen us. Lord, show us how not to do these things again. When this comes back around, don't let it find me in the same place. But them evil spirits will come back. 
and they want to reside in you again. House been swept nice and clean. And we don't have to let them back. Mind made up. Push that flesh to the side, kill it, and let God live, the spirit of God live in us. Yeah. But we got to mean it, because if you don't mean it, that thing going to linger, and it's going to keep lingering and keep punching and jugging. And until when you're doing the thing, you done fell from grace. You done fell into sin. Because if we know it's wrong and we do it, it's a sin. When you just repent it a few days ago, a few hours ago, and now you're doing it again. Now you know it was wrong, so you did it again. Now it's a sin. Sin is against God, and God is against sin. Con and spirit are always at war with each other. Hallelujah, Jesus. Ah, uh, yeah. Because that that that's a trick of the enemy, too. He want to come in and destroy something, which is you. See, he'll have you pulling your hair out. He'll have you losing your mind. He'll have you on medications for your mind. What? When I received Jesus in 1993 as my Lord and Savior, and when I asked him to come into my heart and live forever, I meant that. When I found out over in Romans, I believe it's chapter 8, I let nothing separate me from the love of God and then give a whole list. I began to walk in that. Fix my heart. So see, I, I had some hate against some folks. Yeah, I was mad. Well, look what he did. He blessed me to learn to forgive quickly. He fixed my heart and regulated my mind. My mind wasn't in the right place. It wasn't going in the right direction. It was an eye for an eye and a two for two. You did something to me, I'm doing something to you. And back in those days, before I got saved, I didn't care about the man having a girlfriend. So what? She's not married to him. Foolishness. Foolishness. But once I came into Jesus, then I began to see how would you feel if this was happening to you? And you felt like you had no control of the love that was in your life. Don't do this. And when you meet women that's committing adultery, talk them out of that. Show them how ugly that is and how would they feel if that was happening to them and their children. Because in the world, you got a lot of mothers, no matter what their children do, they uphold them in the wrongdoing. Because this is my child. I don't want him or her to be hurt. Well, they're going to be hurt even worse because you're not standing up for the truth. You're not standing up for what's right. You're teaching them wrong. A lot of children died. They became adults and died because of what the parents allowed. How the parents train them. This my child. I think you better get in the word and know what the words say about your bad child. About your disobedient child. About your child that's not considering God. See, we, we, we hold too much uh, cushion. You know, we put too many cotton balls down. So folks won't fall. 
And if they do, they, you know, they're going to hit the soft cotton. So it's going to be easy. Let me tell you, a lot of them talking about you, you're teaching hard and this and that. Hell is hot. And what's in hell going to teach them hard? Way worse than this right here that they're getting. They're getting the opportunity to come to God in the realness. Come to God for yourself. And not follow these crooked people. Wicked. They serving their daddy the devil and trying to cover it up to my God and Jesus and love and uh, don't judge me and just all kind of nonsense. It's better that you hear your judgment before God. Before you get to God, it's better you hear your judgments and maybe you can straighten up if your heart is going to be right and you're for the right, well, I should say this, if you're for the right thing, if you really want to do right. A cop kill a black man, y'all think that's wrong, so you, you react. You went to the restaurant, they didn't treat you right, it, that, that, that makes you want to react. But how about when you done did God wrong? Do you react to that? Do you cry out loud and say, I've been a sinner, I done did? No. A lot of people do wrong and they don't want you to say nothing about it. Sweep it under the rug. Just don't say nothing about it. You know I did it. Don't say nothing. Because it's making them feel bad. I'm crying loud and spare not. That's all I can do for you. And keep you in prayer. And sometimes God will let you know, don't say nothing. Pray for them. Go give them a hug. Send them something. Because he's trying to draw them back in love. Because the first initial thing was in loving kindness have I drawn these. That's how you got to God. Somebody loved you enough to tell you about the word. Somebody loved you enough to tell you that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. So now you, you done went out there again, but he want to draw you back in love, for God is love. Yeah, they tell me there's a thing called tough love. No, they just called a thing called love. And the only reason why I tell you the truth is because of love. If I didn't love you, I'd fix it up and lie to you like the rest of them do. Many of them. Some done kill themselves. Committed suicide. The pastor of a church. And say he was on medication. Well, see, that let me know the spirit of God is not somewhere. Because if any man being Christ is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. See, once we come to God, we got to seek him more. Once you come to him, you're seeking him more than you ever have. Because after you come to him, that devil get all kind of, woo, wee, wee, wee. That devil bring you something you never saw before. But if you're seeking God, he's going to lead and guide you in the right path. He going to cover you with his blood. Look at Louis over there to my dang bad mess. I don't understand. I heard Joyce Myers say she got a tattoo. She said it was a cute little cross 
uh, right back of her shoulder, I think, on her back. And then she got the word love tattooed on her foot. So when she looked down, she could remember God is love. How you got to remember he's love when he's supposed to be living in your heart? Seeing some stuff, and, and people just are screaming and are yelling and clapping for it. Because that's what they want to do. Birds of a feather flock together. Well, if Joyce Myers can get a tattoo, I can too. No, I can't. This body don't even belong to me. That's why I have to be careful with it. And I'm back uh, <laughs> I'm back on another diet, you could call it. Yeah. And from Friday to yesterday, I promise you 10 pounds dropped off because I did what they call the um, military diet. Some people call it the heart surgery diet. Yeah. So I'm 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 really working on this, and I said all that chicken and this. I I I'm 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 trying to back way away. We saw things, vegetables, more vegetables than anything. You know, you have a little meat, boiled eggs, that kind of thing, little green beans, you know. But uh, yeah, because see, this is what happens. We can't let nothing separate us from the love of God. And if I'm a work, I can't be sick and work unto him because he, he may send me to Mexico. He may send me to Germany. How am I going to work if I'm sick? I want to go and get there, but I can't do too much because I'm sick. So I want to sell out to him with my whole heart. The knee will get better, get the weight off. All weekend I've been working out. Uh, uh, exercising and walking around in the house, me still sore. I go see Maximilian today, but uh, the knee felt better, so much better. Ten pounds up off of it—that's a lot. And that's ten pounds is a lot of fat. Five pounds is a lot of fat. Did you know that? So yeah, I'm working on some things. Yeah, and this time I gotta stick with it. I can't be sidetracked. Baked the man a French coconut pie, didn't even consider hitting it. Usually I would have said, well, he didn't come to work. I thought he said he was off only on Friday, or he was off Sunday. So what I should do is eat much as I want of this one and make him another one. No, ma'am. Gluttonous. That's the word. And I have to keep that in mind and watch as well as pray. Yeah, I, I, fornication, I got that down pat. Uh, I don't have to word with it. Uh, lying, I ain't got a word with it. But eating, overeating, and overeating the wrong thing. Look at Louis Pie. <laughs> Stop it, I say. Yeah. So we want to get it all the way right with God and stay with him. Some things, just like I said, it come back. And when it come back, it brings seven spirits. When I overeat, the wrong things come back. It's worse than it was before. Before, I wasn't eating a lot of ice cream. I was overeating chocolate. I was overeating fried chicken, you know. But now, I'm overeating sausage, pork, pork. No, I can't do pork like that. In the summer, I'm on chicken. What in the world? Yeah, because it brings seven more. 
so that you don't get back to where you should be. But the devil is a lie. Great is he that lives within me than he that is in the world. And he's the one that brought it to my attention. You're getting too far now. You're gaining too much. You're glutton. I said, but Lord, what can that three day? It ended yesterday, so today I can kind of, you know, eat some cabbage and uh, cucumbers, you know. I can put some uh, cucumbers and lettuce together and put the Bragg's vinegar over it. Ooh, no salt and no pepper and get down. Oh, that thing good to me. That's healthier than if I put the tomatoes and the Everything in it, the, the sunflower seeds, then I'm going to put me some ranch on it. No, that's too much. Just just a vinegar, the lettuce, and the cucumber. Tomato's not good for me. It, it affects my arthritis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if I don't bother with them, I'm good to go. Yeah. So it's just some things we have to look at ourselves. And get it right. And we're not just getting it right with us, but we're getting it right with God. Often finisher of our faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Oh, thank you, Jesus, the evidence of things not seen. For by faith, the elders obtain a good report. When I tell you, if you pray with a sincere heart to God, he's going to answer you. I say, Lord, what can I do? I need to get this weight up off of me. The three-day come up, and I was able to do the three-day diet. He heard and answered that prayer. Uh-huh. He's able to see us through. But we got to get serious with him and let our flesh go. Stop trying to impress people, too. Stop that. Stop it. And put you further back in the hole. And you think you're impressing people and they hate you. You think you're impressing people they don't like you for. I know y'all think I tell you everything. No, ma'am and no, sir. You don't know everything about me. You think you do. I remember one day you they say, I know you. I know everything about you. I said, really? I said, well, tell me about this day when this and this happened, when that showed up and they showed up. What was that? I don't know. I said, you don't know everything about me, honey bunny? <laughs> yeah. So some things you have to shut up. You can't let your left hand know what your right hand doing. Hallelujah. But a testimony, I love giving them. I give them all day long. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, we're going to one more song of the morning, and uh, when we come back, uh, we're coming back with Exodus, and we may be in chapter 33. Chapter 33 today, yeah. And uh, we're going to see what took place with Israel out in that wilderness. Because even when they, after they made the cow, they still had to wander around out there and get on to the promised land. They was headed to the promised land through the wilderness. And just like us today, doing all kind of stuff, God blessing us and we still clubbing, God blessing us. We in the bar singing, God, oh my goodness, yeah. 
Because we got to give our flesh just, just a little bit of something. No, I give it all to God. Let's go to this one and again when we come back. Exodus chapter 33. Lord, I need a miracle. Lord, I need a miracle. Lord.
and 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 I'm separated. And that's what he said. Be ye separated. Come out from among them. I don't have to impress nobody. I don't have to be all of that in a bag of donuts. I don't have to lie about nothing I'm going through. Yeah. Wanted everybody to know I had hearing aids. And they're so cute. Kind of a chocolate bronze color. Yeah, they cute to me. And some people would say, I wouldn't have told them I had hearing aids because you can't see them. Oh, that, that's. I'm 66, and what am I hiding? All that I should have done in my 30s was done in my 30s. Yeah. Now I'm in my 60s. I'm doing what I should do in my 60s. I'm still running the race. I'm still keeping the faith. I'm waiting on him to call and beckon for me, but before then, I want to get this gospel into the heart of every man. Again, I want to do his will and run this race until he calls my name and beckons for me. Yeah. You never retire. You never retire. If I'm 87, I can't do nothing but wave my hand to Jesus. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Everything got to be about him. Yeah, he's the author. He's the finisher of our faith. I wanted to look this word up, but we got the meaning of the plague, punishment. And uh, God sent that upon him. He was not playing either. He was hot. Yeah, he was angry. And I know he was a, a, a bit hurt. All I've done for you, even from your birth, and this is the way that you behave. You, you, you make us a God who says that when you got one, but you got to make him real. See, he wasn't all the way real in their lives, and they do what people do. They use us. So they figured they could just use God. We crying for bread. He give bread. We want to come from under Pharaoh. We be a dog that he brought you from under Pharaoh. Lie time after time. We done did it too. Oh, the Lord said it. I'm going to do it. Oh, he sent the woman of God to tell me. I'm going to do what that woman of God say. The devil is a fool and a liar. And will make one out of you if you let him. But you got to let him. So let's look at chapter 33 and verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, depart. Go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, unto thy seed will I give it. That basic English says, and the Lord said to Moses, go forward from this place. You and the people whom you have taken up out of the land of Egypt, to that land about which I made an oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying to your seed, will I give it. See, they're headed to that promised land. they headed to the land that was promised to their forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God made a promise. He told Abraham to leave his family, leave all that he was familiar with, and come on, I got somewhere for you. Verse 2 says, and I will send an angel before you 
driving out the Canaanites and the Amorites and the Hittites and the Pezites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. He's driving them out of there. Go up to that land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up among you, for you are a stiff-necked people. For the fear that I send destruction on you while you are on the way. Yeah. See, go back over things. He told him, uh, look here. Go, go, go on up to that land which I promise you it's a land that's flowing with milk and honey. In other words, it's a land that got everything you need, flowing water, fresh. Ooh, might have had wells and springs. Uh, the soil was rich and good to grow. Uh, the grass over there was good, quality grass, St. Augustine grass for your cows and, and your goats and things to eat. But I would not go up among you, for you are stiff-necked people. For fear that I send destruction on you while you on your way. We talked about that Friday. While you on your way to the promised land, I'm not going to be bothered. I'm going to send the angel, my angel to lead you. Because on the way there, I may have to destroy you. You stiff necks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hearing this bad news, the people were full of grief. And no one put on his ornament. Remember, they had all these ornaments on running around the cow, the golden cow, just doing whatever it is they're doing. Yeah. Verse 5 says, And the Lord said to Moses, Say, say to the children of Israel, You are stiff-necked people. If I come among you even for a minute, look at this. I will send destruction on you. So take off all your ornaments so that I may see what to do with you. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. Some of us, we had to put the witchcraft down. We had to put the voodoo down, the black magic, the worshiping of the pastor, the worshiping of the building, the church building, uh, running to this two-headed person and, and this root worker and this all kind of stuff. We had to put it down and know that God is who he said he is. We had to come to God for real and let all that nonsense go. Because God don't need your help. He don't need no candle burning, salt throwing, uh, uh, ammonia washing. He don't need none of that. Aloe burning or what, what they call it, some kind of powder, aloe or something that used to burn. Take pictures to the graveyard, get graveyard dust and all God don't need all of that. So some people had to come out of these things. Their grandmama had been in it. Their great-great-great-grandmama taught everybody down the line, every generation, how to be involved in all this old evil stuff. Come out putting your mojo on. That nobody won't bother you and all of that. The blood of Jesus covers everything. You hear me? You ain't got to worry about no mojo. You ain't got to throw nothing, sprinkle nothing, shake nothing, none of that. The blood of Jesus will cover you. Any enemies you got, he said vengeance was his. Don't go over there trying to punish folks. He got them. Yeah. So we're moving on. Mm -mm -mm. Even for a minute. 
I will send destruction on you. So take off all your ornaments so that I may see what to do with you. Take off all that ritual for other gods. Take off what make you love that car more than God. What make you love that house more than God. What make you love them clothes more than God. What make you love that job more than God. What makes you love money more than God. Take it off. Throw it away. So God can see where to put you. Verse 7 says, now it was Moses' way to put up the tent of meeting outside the tent at some distance away, giving it the name of the tent of meeting, and everyone desiring to make his prayer to the Lord went to the tent of meeting outside the tent of meeting. See, God going to separate himself from sin and sinners. Now, when you want to get it right with him, come on back. He's married to the back sky. But why you want to sin and I, nope, nope, he can't do it. That's the devil's department. Look, the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through his son Jesus. Yeah. Eight says in Whenever Moses went out to the tent of meetings, all the people got up and everyone went to the door of his tent. Looking after Moses, he went inside the tent. And whenever Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud came down and took his place by the door of the tent as long as the Lord was talking with Moses. You see this? And all the people saw the cloud at the door of the tent, and they went down on their faces, everyone at the door of his tent. Now, if you know all of this, why you couldn't remember that God is? His eyes are in every place beholding the evil and the good. Why can't you remember he's never absent? He never leaves us nor forsake us. We just have to have the faith, the trust, and the patience. And many times it's trusting God. Because you don't hear nothing, you don't see nothing. That's who made that's what made Saul go to the witch. He couldn't hear nothing. Yet God is always present. Always. You see everything that's going on, every little thing. This is why we come to him and repent. And he throw that thing in the sea of forgetfulness. And we don't want to keep reminding God of what we've done. No, you don't. He forgave you. Forgive yourself and move on. If not, one minute, he'll be done destroyed you because you, 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 you can't get it right. You, you got too many issues that you won't let God handle or you don't believe that he's able to forgive you. Like, like you, you got more power than him. What you did is bigger than God. Are you kidding me? Sit down somewhere and stop that playing with yourself. Because nobody is bigger than God. God is bigger than the world. You know how big that is? Look at all these countries in the world. He's bigger than all of that. 11 says, and the Lord had talked with Moses face to face. 
as a man may have talked with his friends. Look at this. And when Moses came back to the tent, his servant, the young man Joshua, the son of Nun, did not come away from the tent. And Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Be this people's guide on their journey. But you have not made clear to me whom you will send with me. But you have said, I have knowledge of you by name, and you have grace in my eyes. Now, that's what he told Moses. You got grace in my eyes. I'm on your side, Moses. You're mine. I'm for you. Because you come up. Well, you obeyed me and let him out of Egypt. You let him through the Red Sea. I told you to do about bread, water, this kind of thing. You did all of this. You come up with me when I ask you to come up to get my laws to bring back the gift to the people. Moses want to know who you're sending with me. Before it was Aaron he used. If then I have grace in your eyes, let me see your ways so that I may have knowledge of you and be certain of your grace. And my prayer is that you will keep in mind that this nation is your people. See, he's he, he, he begging for the people now. Well, he's asking for the people. So they done messed up. And God is not over that calf situation yet. Yeah. 14 says, and he said, I myself will go with you and give you rest. 15, and Moses said, if you yourself are not going with us, do not send us on from here. For, this, for, for it's not the fact of your going with us the sign that I and this people have grace in your eyes. So that we, that is, I and your people are separate from all other people on the face of the earth. And the Lord said to Moses, I will do as you say. For you have grace in my eyes, and I have knowledge of you by your name. He loved them people. God loved us. He loved what he created. He loved what he made for his pleasure. He loved the fact that he can talk to man. He loved the fact that man can obey him for the good, for the blessing. But man don't understand. Help us today, Lord. Help us. And Moses said, oh, Lord, let me see your glory. And he said, I will make all the light of my being come before you and will make clear to you what I am. I will be kind to those to whom I will be kind and have mercy on those on whom I will have mercy. But it is not possible for you to see my face, for no man may see me and still go on living. And the Lord says, see, there is a place near me, and you may take your place on the rock. We read this already. And when the glory goes by, I will put you in a hole in the rock, covering you with my hand till I have gone past. Then I will take away my hand, and you will see my back, but my face is not to be seen. Boy, look at here. Moses, something serious. 
Let me see your glory. I would have been scared of talking to the Lord any kind of way. Yeah. But he, he have no problem with it. Because he loves us and he wants the truth from us. So if you got to go to him screaming and crying and, and yelling and hollering and, and whatever you got, go ahead. He'll straighten it out in you. Because he'll let you know who he is. Yeah. But well, we want to be careful. Because he's a holy God, he's righteous, he's got all power. So we don't want to go before him in a kind of way saying any old thing to him. I've heard people mad with him just say, oh, I'm like, oh, no, you must not know. <laughs> you must have forgotten or you never knew who you was really dealing with. Because some people think he's only a sweet, loving, merciful, kind. That's what they think all the time. There'll come a time when God gets with you. Destruction can come your way now. Be careful. Ah, uh, yeah. So we're over at verse 34, starting at verse 1. And this is what it says. And the Lord said to Moses, make two other stones like the first two. Oh, we skipped one. Y'all forgive me. Y'all forgive me. No, we didn't. Okay. All right. Y'all bear with me. Okay, 34 and 1. And the Lord said to Moses, make two other stones like the first two, and I will put on them the words which were on the first stone, which were broken by you. Remember when Moses come down and saw what they was doing, he dropped the tablets. What in the world? Yeah. And be ready by the morning and come up on Mount Sinai. And come before me there in the morning on the top of the mountain. Yeah. He wanted to see his glory. And God is honoring what he asked. No one is to come up with you. And let no man be seen anywhere on the mountain. Let no flocks or herd come near to get their food at its foot. So Moses got two stones cut like the first. And early in the morning, he went up Mount Sinai, as the Lord had said, with the two stones in his hand. And the Lord came down in the cloud and took his place by the side of Moses. And Moses gave worship, hallelujah, to the name of the Lord, hallelujah. Mm. And the Lord went past before his eyes, saying, the Lord, the Lord, a God full of pity and grace slow to wrath and great in mercy and faith. Verse 7 says, having mercy on thousands, overlooking evil and wrongdoing and sin, he will not let wrongdoers go free, but will send punishment on, on children for the sins of their fathers, my goodness, and on their children's children to the third and fourth generation. Then Moses quickly went down on his face in worship. And he said, if now I have grace in your eyes, let the Lord go among us. For this is a stiff-necked people. And give us forgiveness for our wrongdoing and our sin. And take us for your heritage. And the Lord said, see, this is what I will undertake. Before the eyes of your people, I will do wonders such as have not been done in all the earth or in any nation. 
and all your people will see the work of the Lord. For what I am about to do for you is greatly to be feared. Do you hear that? Take care to do the, uh, the orders which I give you today. I will send out from before you the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Pezites and the Hivites and the Jebusites. These enemies, these are the enemies of Israel, he's going to send them out. But take care. Take care. Listen, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your household, all your children. I'm going to bless you on the job. I'm going to bless your ministry. I'm going to let you know what I call and chose you for or call or chose you for. I'm going to give you many good days. But be careful. Take care and do not make any agreement with the people of the land where you're going. For it will be a cause of sin to you. Don't go on that job uh, 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 hanging out. We go to after hour. You want to go? No, after hour. I won't tell them how after hour, but now I, I have something to do. Instead of going to after hour, I'm going home and pray. I'm going home and study my Bible. Hey, girl, Saturday night, we all go bowling and yada, yada, yada. You want to go? Girl, to be a freak. No, I can't go. I'm busy on Saturday night. I already have plans. Take care. And do not make agreement with the people of the land where you're going. Or it would be a cause of sin to you. But their altars are to be overturned and their pillars broken. And their images cut down. God is not playing. <laughs> I'm sitting in there and, I, and you got to do what I tell you to do and you're going to win because those are your enemies. For you are to be worshipers of no other God. For the Lord is a God who will not give his honor to another. Hallelujah. Yeah, he ain't giving his honor to the pastor. Uh-uh. You're not going to worship him more than you worship me. You're not going to give it to the supervisor on that job, your husband, your wife, your children, nobody. Because I don't give my honor to others. I don't, I don't bow down. I don't become lower. Uh-uh. 15 says, so see that you make no agreement with the people of the land and do not go after their God. Don't, don't, don't go over there fooling with the woman and you know she's worshiping that, that fat round statue of Buddha. Don't do it. Don't go over there to them Jehovah Witness people out of something you haven't done. Now, now stay from over there. You're you going to eat the, the vegetarian. Now stay from over there. At your house, You've been eating pork sausage, <laughs> pork chops, ham when you want it. Don't go over there with the Muslims with that foolishness. So see that you make no agreement with the people of the land and do not go after their God, nor take part in their offerings, 
or be guests at their feast. Didn't I tell you that? Don't do it. Don't 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 go over there mixing and mongling and mangling. The scripture says, "Be especially good to the members of the household of faith, those that believe Jesus is, those that believe God so loved the world." I love saying it. That he sent his only begotten son, that whoever believe on him won't perish, but have everlasting life. Go deal with them that said, I believe that my father is a husband man. He's a, he's divine. You divine. You might be a he the branch, I think, and you divine. I got to find that right quick. Y'all excuse me. Oh, yeah, I got to find this right quick. I think it's John 15, if I'm not mistaken. Y'all know, I don't know every book by heart. Well, let's see. I'm going to look at it. That's what I'm going to do. Because I want to be right. Yeah, it's John 15. I'm the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you're clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. John 15, 1 through 3. Back to Exodus. Yeah. Don't go over there fooling around with them people. Or take their daughters for your sons. Now, see, right here, I know people say, oh, I, I, I don't want my daughter with a white man. I don't want my daughter with a black man. I don't want my daughter with a Hispanic man. I don't want my daughter with an Asian man. Well, right here, your daughter should be with a believer like she was brought up to believe. If you taught your daughter Jehovah God through Jesus Christ, that's the man she should be with, a man who believed like her. The scripture even says, how can two walk together except they agree? If we don't agree, we can't walk together because we're going to be fussing and fighting each other and beating each other up. So they told him, or take their daughters for your sons. But when their daughters give worship before their God, they will make your sons take part with them too. I looked at Sheba. Remember Sheba went to see uh, Solomon? They said that Sheba was a bad girl. We read it. And what happened is this. She started telling him about these other gods and Solomon started going with that. Got to the place where he couldn't come out the foolishness. All them women. Had women locked up. He wasn't going to burn and he didn't want no other man to burn. Just going to keep them. Mm. 18, well, 17 says, make for yourselves no gods of metal. Shit. <laughs> Keep the feast of unleavened bread for seven days. Your food is to be bread without leaven, as I gave your orders at the regular time in the month of beer. For in that month you came out of Egypt. 
19 says, every first male child is mine. The first male birth of your cattle, the first male of your oxen sheep. Is mine. A lamb may be given in payment for your young of an ass, but if you will not make payment for it, its neck will have to be broken. For all the first of your sons, you are to make payment. No one is to come before me without an offering. Twenty-one to six days. Let work be done, but on the seventh day, take your rest. At plowing time and at the grain cutting, you ought to have a day for rest. 22, and you are to keep the feast of weeks when you get in the first fruits of your grain, of the grain, and the feast at the turn of the year when you take in the produce of your fields. Three times in the year, let all your males come before the Lord, the God of Israel. For I will send out the nations before you and make wide the limits of your land. And no man will make an attempt to take your land while you go up to give worship to the Lord. Three times in the year. Sometimes we, you know, we don't got so comfortable. God gave me this. And now we turn back doing anything we want to do, saying anything we want to say, acting any way we want to act. And somebody come against your house, come against your land, come against your car, your insurance, your cable, your electric, your water, all these things. Because we didn't keep God number one. We didn't remember him. We didn't remember what he said for us to do. We didn't remain holy because he holy. We forgot. We done got other gods. We done got that house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. That's our God. We want the world to see it. Oh, look what I live. Look what I got. I forgot God. Not remembering he gave that to you. Now, when it comes down to trouble, something coming against your little God with the small G, then you want to run to the big God with that start with the big G. But we must keep God on, on top at all times. All times. No leaven is to be offered with the blood of my offering, and the offering of the Passover feast may be kept till the morning. Take the first fruits of your land as an offering to the house of the Lord your God. Let not the young goat be cooked in its mother's milk. And the Lord said to Moses, put all these words in writing, for on them is based the agreement which I will make with you. And for 40 days and 40 nights, Moses was there with the Lord. And in that time, he had no food or drink. And he put in writing on the stone the words of the agreement, the ten rules of the law. Here come them ten commandments. 29 says, now when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two stones in his hand and he was not conscious that his face was shining because his talk with God. He was lit up like a Christmas tree, they say. Then Moses sent for them and Aaron with the chiefs of the people came to him and Moses had talked with them. 
I bet when he came down this time, they wasn't melting down no gold and making no uh, uh, ox or nothing else. Yeah, they, he, they got it straight. So 32 says, and later all the children of Israel came near, and he gave them all the orders which the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. And at the end of his talk with them, Moses put a veil over his face. 34 says, but whenever Moses went in before the Lord to have talk with him, to have a talk with him, he took off the veil till he came out. And whenever he came out, he said to the children of Israel what he had been ordered to say. And the children of, of Israel saw that the face of Moses was shining. So Moses put the veil over his face again till he went to the Lord. Oh, that must have been something right there. I could only imagine. I could only imagine what that was like. Wow, wow. So we're going on to verse 35. I think we can finish 35. But in the meantime, let me pause right quick and go to um, another request of the morning. Yeah. But one of them cried out to him, Oh Lord, remember me. Went on the cross. Of Calvary, the Lord was crucified. The mob stood round about him, and they mocked him until he died. And there were two thieves. Hanging down beside him Just to share The agony But one of them One of them Cried out to him Oh Lord Remember me Oh what Shame to kill him. I'll on that old rugged cross. But such a death was needed just to rescue all of us. That was lost. Just a step, the captain free. I know, I know that I'm included. Hey, I know God we all remember me. Oh, 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 oh,
Radio, not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Miss Abertina Walker. I know God will remember me. Hallelujah. That's a good thing to have him to remember us. Ah, uh, yeah. So we had verse 35 of Exodus, starting at chapter 1. And Moses sent for all the children of Israel to come together and said to them, This is what the Lord has said, and these are his orders. Six days let work be done, but the seventh day is to be holy, a holy day to you, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on that day is to be put to death. When I tell you God wasn't playing, Mm-mm. no fire, no, six days let work be done. But the seventh day is to be a holy day to you, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on that day is to be put to death. No fire is to be lightened in any of your houses on the Sabbath day. And Moses said to all the meeting of the children of Israel, this is the order which the Lord has given. Take, among, take from among you an offering to the Lord. Everyone who has the impulse in his heart, everybody heart beating, let him give his offering to the Lord, gold and silver and brass, and blue and purple and red, and the best linen and goat's hair, and sheepskins colored red and leather and hard wood, and oil for the lights and spices for the holy oil, and for the sweet perfumes for burning and burials, and jewels to be cut for the ephod and for the priest's bag. And let every wise-hearted man among you come and make whatever has been ordered by the Lord. Verse 11 says, The house and its tent, its covers, its hooks, and its boards, its rods, and its pillars, and its basin. The ark with its cover and its rod and the bear hanging before it the table and its rods and all its vessels and the holy bread and the support for lights with its vessels and its light and the oil for the light and the altar for burning spices with its rods and the holy oil and the sweet perfume and the curtain for the door at the door of the house. The altar of burned offerings with its network of brass, its rods and all its vessels the washing vessels and its base. The hangings for the open space is pillars and their bases and the curtain for the doorway. The nails for the house and the nails for the open space and their cords. The robes for needlework, for the work of the holy place. The holy robes for Aaron the priest and the robes for his sons when acting as priests. And all the children of Israel went away from Moses. 21 says, and everyone whose heart was moved, everyone who was guided by the impulse of his spirit, came with his offering for the Lord, for whatever was needed for the tent of meeting and his work and for the holy road. It came men and women, all who were ready to give and gave pins and nose rings and finger rings and neck ornaments, all of gold, 
everyone gave an offering of gold to the Lord. And everyone who had blue and purple and red and the best linen of goat's hair and sheepskins, colored red and leather, gave them. Everyone who had silver and brass gave an offering of them to the Lord. And everyone who had hard wood, such as was needed for the work, gave it. And all the women who were expert with their hands made cloth and gave the work of their hands, blue and purple and red and the best linen. And those women who had the knowledge made the goat's hair into cloth. And the rulers gave barrels and the cut jewels for the ephod and the priest bag. And the spice and the oil for the light. And the holy oil and the sweet perfume. The children of Israel, every man and woman, from the impulse of their hearts, gave their offering freely to the Lord for the work which the Lord had given Moses orders to have done. Verse 30 says, And Moses said to the children of Israel, See, the Lord has made selection of Bezalel, the son of Uriah, the son of Hur, the tribe of Judah. And he has made him full of the Spirit of God and all wisdom and knowledge and art of every sort. As an expert designer of beautiful things, working in gold, and silver and brass, trained in the cutting of stones, the ornament of wood, and in every sort of handwork. And he has given to him and to Oholibah, wait a minute, Oholiab, Oholiab, the son of Ahishma, of the tribe of Dan, the power of training others. To them he has given knowledge of all the arts of the handworker of the designer, the expert workman, of the maker of needlework in blue and purple and red, and the best linen, and of the maker of cloth, and all the arts of the designer, and the trained workmen, they are experts. Listen, God chose the best to do the best for his place. He loved us. He loved Israel, and he wanted to dwell among them. He wanted to be among his people because he loved them. But they showed what was truly in their hearts. They worship another God. Moses went and begged for, well, Moses went and asked for forgiveness for Israel and reminded God they were his people. And so God turned the punishment around. He, he still punished them now, but he turned it around because he could have destroyed all Israel and raised them up another people. Somebody told me the rocks can cry out. If we don't praise him, if we don't worship him, so if we don't give God what he wants, he can do what he wants. He's almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There's no higher power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we thank him this morning for being on our side, in spite of us, looking beyond our fault, yet meeting our needs. Because many things we've done, God could, goodbye, poof, poof, be gone. <laughs> yeah. So we on verse 
36. And uh, let's see how far we go down because we may have time for one more verse. Oh, yeah, we may have time to finish this one. And uh, the studio will be open. So verse 36 and verse 1 says, So let the Zell and Ohaliab get to work. With every wise-hearted man to whom the Lord has given wisdom and knowledge to do whatever is necessary for the ordering of the holy place as the Lord has given orders. Then Moses sent for Bazel and Ohalab and for all the wise-hearted men to whom the Lord had given wisdom, even everyone who has moved by the impulse of his heart to come and take part in the work. And they took from Moses all the offerings which the children of Israel had given for the building of the holy place, and still they went on giving him more, free offerings every morning. Then the wise men who were doing all the work of the holy place came from their work and said to Moses, the people are giving much more than is needed for the work which the Lord has given us orders to do. So Moses made an order and had it given out through all the tents, saying, Let no man or woman make any more offerings for the holy place. So the people were kept from giving more. Not in this day and age. What? The more they give, the merrier. We're not going to stop. And they'll use this. I'm not going to cut your blessing off. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. For the material they had was enough and more than enough for all the work which had to be done. Then all the expert workmen among them made the house with its tin curtains of the best linen, blue and purple and red. They made them with winged ones worked by expert designers. I bet that was beautiful. Every curtain was 28 cubits long and 4 cubits wide, all of the same measure. And five curtains were joined together, and the other five curtains were joined together. And they put twists of blue cord on the edge of the outside curtain of the first group, and in the same way on the outside curtain of the second group. Fifty twists on the one curtain, and fifty on the edge of the curtain of the other group. The twists were being opposite to one another. And they made 50 hooks of gold joining the curtains one to another with the hooks. And so the house was made. And they made curtains of goat's hair for the tent. Eleven curtains were made. Every curtain was 30 cubit long and four cubit wide, all of the same measure. Five curtains were joined together to make one group. And six curtains were joined together to make the other group. And they put 50 twists of cords on the edge of the outside curtain of the first group and 50 twists on the edge of the outside curtain of the second group and 50 hooks of brass and joining them together to make the tent. And they made a cover of sheepskin colored red to go over the tent and a cover of leather over that. And for the upright of the house, they made boards of hard wood. The boards were 10 cubits long and one cubit and a half wide. Every board had two tongues fixed into it. All the boards were made in this way. 
23 says they made 20 boards for the south side of the house. And for these 20 boards, 40 silver bases were bases under every board to take its tongue. And for the second side of the house, on the north, they made 20 boards. With, with their 40 silver bases, two bases for every board. And the west side of the house at the back, they made six boards, two boards for the angles at the back. These were joined together at the base and at the top to one ring. So forming the two angles. So there were eight boards with 16 bases of silver, two bases under every board, and they made rods of hardwood, five for the boards on one side of the house, and five for the boards on the other side of the house, and five for the boards at the back on the west. The middle rod was made to go right through the rings of all the boards from one end to the other. All the boards were plated with gold, and the rings through which the rods went were of gold, and the rods were plated with gold. And, the ma and he made the bell of the best linen, blue and purple and red, worked with winged ones designed by expert workmen. And they made four pillars for it on hardwood plated with gold. They had hooks of gold and four silver bases, and they made a curtain for the door of the tent of the best linen and needlework of blue and purple and red. And five pillars for the curtain with their hooks. The heads of the pillars were of gold and they were circled with bands of gold and their five bases were brass. Remember now God designed this and he told them what to do to bring the design forth to make his place, holy place, the way that he wanted. And boy, they brought the best gold and linen and women knew how to make, take the hair of the goat and make linen, make cloth. And they had leather and wood in there. And he gave those colors, red, purple, and blue. And that's why sometimes you hear people say, purple, that's of the Lord. That's a holy color. You go to some churches, they have purple in there. At the, at the church down in Atlanta Beach, it's got gold and purple. Absolutely. Whoever decorated that, it was beautiful. Well, it is beautiful. And I'm thinking now, after 10 years of better, it's time to redo it. So most likely we'll see how that goes. And uh, if they ask me to decorate it, I'm going to have to pray. I'm no decorator. Lord, I need your design to go in your house. Show me what to do. Yeah. And uh, we'll go from there. But I know some ladies who can decorate. And so I have to call them. My niece and my uh, daughter-in-law, Jackie, I have to call them two together. And uh, they go, because they worked together before. And when they went in and come out, it was something to see. Oh, my niece can do some stuff. And it is absolutely gorgeous. So we thank God for his word this morning. Thank God for reminding us he's not to be played with. He has said what he meant, and he has meant what he said. And many times people have gone to him and, in other words, asked him to change his mind. 
and he had a change of heart, and he did destroy. Yeah. We can go back through his word and see many times people had did wrong, but they didn't get the punishment that they should have. And us today, we don't get the punishment that we should get. When we go to church and we're doing what we want to do, and the pastor and the leadership done set up different from what God designed, all the entertainment in the house of the Lord, that's not what he wants. Yeah. He needs spiritual things going on in his house. Mm-hmm. And see, there's a time and a place for everything. So we have to be careful. Have to be careful. So tomorrow, if the Lord says the same and bring us back, we'll go over into verse 37. I mean, chapter 37 and verse 1. Hallelujah. And start from there and uh, see what God has for us over there. Y'all be praying with me as I'm reading and um, talking about Exodus because God did a wonderful work over there. Brought them out of Egypt. And some of us, we praying, Lord, bring me out of Egypt. I feel like I'm in Egypt over here on this job. Lord, I feel like I'm in Egypt in my home. Because of the way I'm being treated. So, Lord, I need you to help me. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I thank you very much. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you this morning. So, listen, we are going to do a quick good morning, and then we'll go to our next song of the morning. Good morning to you, Sister Rita. Good morning to you, Sister Sion. Good morning to you, Minister Shonda. Good morning to you, Sister Irene. Good morning to you, God, baby. Laura, God bless you this morning. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. And good morning to you, Sister Jerry. God bless you this morning. There were some more, but I'm sure they had to stop. And good morning to that main man. Holy that chat room down, Brother Louie. Good morning, Brother Louie. God bless you this morning. Good morning, Sherry. God bless you. Some mornings I be forgetting because I'm thinking Sherry's sleep and getting her rest. Sherry be up and around. So we got to start saying good morning to Sister Sherry. That's Brother Louis White. Yeah, sweet lady. Uh, just as pretty as she can be. Yeah, oh, Sherry. Louis picked him one night. Louis picked him a good one. Yeah, Louis said, I got to have a pretty girl. And he got him a pretty wife. Yeah. And so uh, it's a wonderful thing, wonderful thing. So listen, we are going to um, our next song of the morning, and when we come back, the studio is open. So if you have something you would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in. Brother Lewis say, yes, Lord, <laughs> to his beautiful wife. I know that's right, Brother Lewis. Hallelujah. <laughs>
But as the day went by, he could have been wrong. But as the day went by, she felt bad for what she said to him. And she sorry. And if she could call him on the job, she'll call him. And he may say, what you want? Because see, she done said some stuff to it. What you want? And she'll say, well, I just called I'm sorry. I didn't mean what I said. And he'll be like, okay, all right, we'll talk about it when I get home. I'll see you. I'll call you back on my lunch or something like that. Same thing with the wife. Husband and said something crazy to her that morning, went on to work. And he can't have work because that thing churning him. I should have said that to her. I didn't mean that. Let me call and tell her. Or he have to wait till the lunch break. Soon as he get a break, he calling her to tell her, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Will you forgive me? Yeah, that kind of thing. Same thing when the wife did to her. Will you forgive me? Yeah, we asked. And the reason we ask, we want forgiveness. And I want to know if you forgave me. If you forgave me, I'm feeling better. If you didn't forgive me, I'm still feeling all right because I asked you to forgive me. But now I know. And God's going to take it up. Yeah, because I didn't mean what I did. Yeah, because sometimes we do all of that as human beings. We'll do some stuff with the kids or tell them some stuff and don't mean it. Yeah, we'll even threaten them. We threaten our kids, don't mean it. You ain't going to do nothing. Do it again. I'm going to do this and that. If they do it again, you're not going to do nothing. Because you didn't mean it the first time. Yeah. But God loves us. He really, really loves us. I can't stress that enough. Because some people, I guess they think, you know, God can take it or leave it. Or we don't mean much to him because we're always doing something wrong. But no, he knew us before we entered our mother's womb. He knew what you was going to do, how you was going to do it, when you was going to do it, why you did it. He know, nothing is a surprise to Almighty God. Yeah, nothing is a surprise. It, it surprises us, but it don't surprise him. He knows us. For well, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He loves us. That's John 3, 16. If you look at 17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He hoping that the world would believe that. John 3, 16. And they will come to God and be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. If you believe, seek his word. If you believe, seek him in prayer. If you believe, increase your faith, increase your trust, and increase patience in God, for God, so that you can have a better life. Listen, it's a suffering way, but it's a better life. It's a suffering way, but it's a good life. Did you hear me say, I prayed and asked the Lord about the weight gain. 
because it looked like I was gaining weight by the, by the second. <laughs> when I prayed and asked him, Lord, show me what to do. Help me. Give me what I need. The three-day diet showed up. And I promise you from Friday until yesterday, 10 pounds. And me, if I eat often, the weight come off. If they, if I have like banana, uh, lettuce, uh, back back in the day I would eat lettuce and tomato and cucumber with a little vinegar over it, that brag, apple cider vinegar, and not much, not much, a a a a, a half a banana, a can of tuna, packed in water with five saltine crackers. All of this, all of this, an hour or two. Sometimes three hours within each other, that weight come off. So I'm eating, eating healthier, smaller, much smaller portions. Even able to have a half a cup of vanilla ice cream. Y'all know that's up my alley. Uh huh. I can have a tangerine, a whole small tangerine. And if you're busy doing, and look, it gave me energy. I got some things done I never would have got done because I was sluggish from the foolishness I was eating, and I didn't feel like it, and I pass it on. I'll wash the weekend. I'll do laundry the weekend. I'll do laundry Monday. But when we pray and ask God for something, believe you're getting it, have faith. Trust God that he's going to do it. And have the patience to wait on him. Because see, some things going on, we be in a rush. Now, if you unsafe, I need you to get out of the unsafe environment the best that you can, as quick as possible. If you're unsafe, somebody threatening your life, no, you don't want to sit and wait. You want to get on up out there and wait. But if you're waiting on a job, if you're waiting on money, have the patience, he comes. And I'm going to tell you, when I wait on, have patience to wait on money, oh boy, he blessed me real good. Because I waited. Yeah. Sometimes I went and borrowed money. <laughs> and it was just as clear to me, what you borrowed money for? He was coming. And he would still come and give me what I borrow and I pay it back. How about that? Yeah, God is faithful. He loves us. And what you take before him, mean it from your heart. He ain't going to do no, no uh, what they call a fly-by-night prayer. You praying it and don't mean it. If you mean what you ask God for, it's serious business. You're praying from a sincere heart. Lord, this is what I really want done. I really want you to do this for me, Lord. He will move. He will move. But we got to go with him meaning what we say and saying what we mean. And just like he designed that house, you see how he designed it and every little piece and this and we can go to him like that too, Lord. I want a new car. You know I can't make the payments. 
And this go round, Lord, I don't want payments. I want to pay cash for the car. I want the car paid off and I drive off the lot with it. And Father, I want you to continue to make the insurance payments because they're going to go up a little bit. I can tell them what kind of car I want. Yeah. Because he loves you. He wants you to have the best. He wants you to be happy. But he don't want you to be happy in your flesh because that leaves him out. He don't want you to be, to be happy in what the world is doing and you following the world. That will separate you from him. He's a holy God again. So we want to be separated unto him. That remind me of go if you have to go by yourself. If God's telling you to go somewhere and you have to go by yourself, get to stepping. Because he's right there with you, foot to foot. He'll never leave you, not forsake you. He's going to be with you until the end. So he's telling you to do something, do it. A lot of people today, they can't walk by faith. They can only walk by sight. And that's the way the world is. If they don't see it, they don't believe it. And sometimes they see it and still don't believe it. And we don't want to be like that with God. If he spoke it, it should surely come to pass. Though it tarried, wait for it. He's not a lying God. And he go, he's going to do what he said he would do. Some things you might have been waiting 10 years for. Keep waiting. He didn't forget you. He's got a perfect timing for it to take place. Perfect time. Songwriter said, I'm so glad Jesus lifted me. Singing glory, hallelujah, Jesus lifted me. It wasn't the world that lifted me. It wasn't the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. It may have made me happy, but it didn't lift me in the way that God would. He will encourage us. He will send others to encourage us. We want what we want. And sometimes the things we want is truly against God. So we got to pray that up off of us. Lord, I don't want what you don't want. Let my will line up with your will. Let me do what's pleasing unto you and the things that you can accept. Because I promise you, God don't accept any and every old thing. That which he said when, when I came to him and he accepted me, he cleaned me up. I had to repent. I had to ask him to come into my heart and live forever. So I'm with him now. I'm no longer dirty. I'm no longer a sinner. He accepts me now in the fullness because I'm his. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yeah. So we got to think on some things. And we got to apply these things to our everyday life. One of them is wait on the Lord. Be of a good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Yeah. Look, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. So ain't no, 
Ain't no rest for your soul. Ain't no good way for you. We went back to the old path of Exodus. And we're taking a look around. And we're remembering some things. This is the word of God. It's not Barbara's word now. If we look over there at Philippians 4 and 8, it says, finally, my brother. wonder why it said finally. Finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true. I believe he was teaching. And he got to this part. And he felt like this was a great part. Whatsoever things are true. Whatsoever things are honest. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. True, honest, just, pure, lovely, and of a good report. These are the things we want to think on. Now, what would give me this, Barbara, the word of God, thinking on it? What would give me this, Barbara, talking to the Lord in prayer? It'll give us all of this if we can apply his word to our life. Battle that flesh. Make your flesh behave. At 66, that flesh would tell me, hey, Barbara, you need a boyfriend. <laughs> I get tickled over that. What? Yeah, he'll come and, 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 and weed your yard better. Uh, he'll, he'll fix anything. He... Now, why couldn't the flesh say, Barbara, you need a husband? No, you need a boyfriend. Now, if I follow up with that foolishness, I'll be in trouble. I would be in trouble. But now I'm seeking after a man. I'm giving the man God's time. Yeah, because if he a boyfriend, he ain't going to be no godly man because a godly man He's looking to build with a woman. He's looking for a future with a woman. He want a wife. He want a girlfriend. Girlfriends come and go, but that wife, she's going to sit down somewhere. Honey, you ready to eat? <laughs> Dinner will be done in about five minutes. She done set the table and everything. All he got to do is get up out of his favorite chair and walk to the table. See, honey, I think it's a leak under the sink. I'm going to check it. He get down there on his hands and knees and on his back looking under the sink with a wrench and thing fixing. Everybody got their part in the house. He come in the door looking strange. She knows something wrong. So she rushed to her husband and said, baby, what's wrong? Honey, what's wrong? What's the matter? He said, I can't talk about it right now. So she 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 seated him somewhere comfortable in his favorite chair. She go get him a drink, and she sit with him holding his hand. It may be hours before he can talk about it, but she patiently wait so she can know what's going on. But she begin to pray, the godly wife begin to pray, Lord, whatever this is, straighten it out. Encourage my husband, inspire him, lift his spirits. I know that every day won't be Sunday, but this is not him. He don't walk around like this, Lord. Father, move for my husband, whatever his name may be. Yeah, move for him. His name may be Cecil, I don't know. 
<laughs> Move for feast of the Lord. Move for us. Because whatever affect him should affect you. Yeah, y'all married, husband and wife. I like all the family. I like that kind of carrying on, you see. Yeah, I like a, a man when he loves his wife. Like Christ loved the church and died for it. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Yeah. And she takes good care of her husband. Yeah, that's a wonderful thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, look, we're going to one more song of the morning. And if no one have anything to say today, uh, when we come back, we will come back uh, praying out. But we have time. We have plenty of time if you have something you would like to say.
inspiring and encouraging you all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to praise him. I, I don't care what's going on. I got to get my praise on because he's able to see me through. I want to make this announcement this morning, uh, June the 25th at 4 p.m. I'll be down in Atlantic Beach, Florida, and uh, over at 390 Dutton Island Drive. It may say Dutton Island Road, but I'll be over there uh, having four Sunday fellowship, and I got some good singers coming, good gospel singers coming in. Them boys from Kissimmee, they are no joke. And so I got them coming in, good musicians, good musicians. And I got a men group coming. And then there's another family that sings together. They've been trained from children. When the granddaddy get up, all of them get up. And they come to sing. Oh, and they no joke. They're not playing. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And uh, he's invited Elder Lawrence. Um. He's invited uh, some more people, different churches, to come in with us. So I want to invite everybody who can make it to make it come and uh, just enjoy yourself. I've had people from somewhere everywhere to come, North Carolina, Texas, yeah, to the Fourth Sunday Fellowship. And they say, I've never been in nothing like that in my life. Yeah, the Spirit of the Lord falls because it's his plan. He put this together. I didn't. It's nothing about you pay a dues or pay money to be a part. No, we raise an offering and all the offerings stay at whatever church has hosted the Fourth Sunday Fellowship. Yeah, God gave me that too. We don't take no money out. We bring money in. And I'm asking everybody that I can to bring $20 for the offering and uh, put your $20 in. You plant a seed. Yeah. And I know God will multiply it back to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm so grateful unto him this morning for all he has done already. Hmm. What he's doing right now. Thank you, Jesus. And what he's going to do later. Great and mighty things for us. Hallelujah. And today, I want to remind us that the $500, if you can plant a seed, I greatly appreciate it. If not, I do understand because I know God's going to work it out. Yeah, it's going to work together for the good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Sion uh, sent me the sign this morning, and I saw the sign, and I know it to be a true sign because every time I get it, that's what happens. Yeah, the Lord bless me, and so I'm thankful. All right, no one else have nothing to say this morning? All right, I will pray us out, and we pray the Lord bring us back. And I saw Minister Sin in there this morning. I sure did. I sure did. God bless you, Minister Sinner. Thank God for you. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for all has been said and done. Thank you for your word today. For your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, thy word. Is settled in heaven. As we depart, sanctify us through thy truth. Father, your word is true. Do it for us today. Help us to remember to walk in the spirit, that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh, 
God, it may be the lust that we take our mind off the things of God and put it on the things of the natural, the things of the world. But, Lord, help us today to keep our mind on you. It's you that will keep us in perfect peace. If we'll remember you, remember what you said, remember that you're the God that healeth thee. You're the God can make no yes and make yes no when it needs to be. You're the God that opened doors and make ways. You're the God of the heaven and the earth because you made heaven and earth. We thank you this morning. We can't say thank you enough. And Father, as we depart, bless every household represented here, every member God, every person here this morning, every caller, every listener, podcast, archive, wherever they come in through today. Lord, I ask that you would bless your people in a mighty way. Bless them with uncommon blessings. Lord, bless them in a way where their mouth just open and they just standing there. They're saying thank you in their heart and mind, but they can't speak because you have overwhelmed them with uncommon blessings. Oh, you love your people. Do it today. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I ask. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We can't say thank you enough. And we ask all of these things. God bless our going out, our coming in, meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you today. We thank you. We thank you. We give you glory and honor and praise. Father, we can't worship you enough because you're more than worthy. Hallelujah. We ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another. In the name of Jesus, go today in love and peace, share the good news of Jesus, and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, June the 5th, 2023, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye and have a blessed day. We're going to our last song of the morning. And uh, after this song, I won't be coming back today. God bless you. Come on, everybody. Get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.